we are back with the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly. As always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. Dom, fortunately, you know, Fridays used to be the betting on the Bills day. It's not that kind of day. It's not that kind of Friday, unfortunately. It's a Super Bowl pregame show, though. So we are at the end, the culmination of the 2023-2024 NFL season. Whew, it's been quite a ride all season, that's for sure. The ups, the downs, Ken Dorsey getting fired. The Bills are 5-5 five and five at one point. Just can't can't get over the, the, the ride we went on this season. So without further ado, we got a lot to talk about. Some awards from last night. We're recording this on a Friday, of course. Uh, some awards from last night at the NFL Honors Ceremony. Kirk Cousins, side note. Off an Achilles injury, absolutely dominates the the stage. It was a nice little dance up there. Did you see that? I, I just had to say my favorite part about that is <laughs> that Kirk Cousins hasn't said anything about his recovery. Yeah. And he was doing that. And Aaron Rodgers literally in an interview this week talked about, yeah, I could do about everything on a football field except running at top speed. Mm-hmm. This dude had people – this dude three months ago had people believing he was going to play in an actual – NFL game and he still can't even like he's just on a normal recovery yeah he didn't find like the holy grail of (laughs) Achilles no he he didn't play those dolphin noises into his ankle or anything like that you know sorry Joe you know too too bad for you yeah unfortunate Uh, for those for those who don't know uh I I finally if you remember a couple years ago we were talking about a Buffalonian combine all those years ago and uh you know, word has gotten out after an MRI. I, I've received what actually is going on with my my ankle area, and it just so happens to be tearing in the Achilles. So, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna DM Aaron Rodgers see if he can come on the show. Give a couple points. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We're not. We're, you know, he he had some. You know, he attributed psychedelics to his back to back MVP. So I don't know if I want any of that medicine, but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see if he publishes anything on his recovery. But anyway. Let's talk about some awards from last night. Uh, we, you know, Joe Flacco it, is, is an award winner. Lamar Jackson is. Let's get into those awards. What, what, where do you want to start? What award do you want to start with? I, I guess we can start with comeback. Because I think MVP is going to be maybe a little bit of a longer discussion. Um, yes. I just think it should have been DeMar. I think the, the case for DeMar is pretty easy. Um, I don't know. Maybe he died on a football field and came back in the same calendar year and played a game. I, th- I think that's a good enough case, don't you? I just, I don't know. Like, Alex Smith won the award, and he was awful mm-hmm. the year he was. Like, he was not a good quarterback. Right. Um, For Washington, I think that was 2020, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, does Flacco deserve to get recognition for his, uh, he did have a comeback and all that, but he played six games. Yeah. You Granted, I mean? like, he played well in those six games, but. I don't know. He also I, you, do like eight picks. Like it's not like he was like back to back pick sixes in the playoffs. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not like he was like lighting the world on. You know, I I think that's my most like the most frustrating part for me is that it wasn't like he was like like I think he should get credit and definitely more than deserving of being a finalist. But I think I just think these awards sometimes just get like the the parameters around the award are just too hard to figure out. Like yeah, guess, there's a little bit of a blurred line sometimes. What do you define as comeback player of the year? Like, does it have to be their spe- what they're coming back from, or does mm-hmm. it have to have some performance? Like, right? Is, this, obviously is it a DeMar... award, or is it just coming back from a you know? Sure. What the market? Yeah, and that's why I'm like, 
even with Flacco, like he was just bad. It's not like he had like got injured or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just, and it's the not like Jets he nearly killed his career. I mean, anyone coming back from the Jets mangling your career, I mean, I guess could be considered, but not. It's nothing compared to what Hamlin went through, and by any means, you know. So I don't know that it's a, it's a blurred line, definitely a blurred line. It's a blurred line, and it's also he didn't have a full season of work. I mean, he's coming back from being bad. I, I just think, honest to God, to be truthfully honest, Geno Smith last year set up a bad precedent on what this award is. Yeah, like his 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 comeback from very similar thing to Joe Flacco. No, Geno Smith at least had like a full statistical season of being mm-hmm. a quality player. Um, so I just think. Honest to God, what they need to split this into two awards and do most improved and comeback player of the year. Oh, I guess if you wanted to get most improved to Joe Flacco, then sure. Again, Demar and Demar also got more first place votes, but the problem for Demar, and this is going to be unfortunate to say, is that he was kind of boomer bust. Like, if you're going to vote for Demar, you're going to vote him first. If you're right. not gonna put Demar first, you're not going to vote for him at all. Because like, why would why would Demar? Oh, you know, what? I think I think Demar is third. Then why wouldn't you just put, you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why you didn't put him at one then. And it's because, you know, you don't believe that, you know, the stats have to matter. And yeah, he was help. He didn't play in 12 of the 17 games or something like that. And he had, I think, I think three or four tackles. Yeah. But like, he was always a special team starting. He was always a special teams backup. But like, I, again, I just, I, I disagree with the, I, I view comeback as, you you come back like Alex Smith deserved it, even though he was bad because he came back from a gruesome leg injury. Yeah, flesh eating bacteria. Yeah, yeah. You know he was gonna ever walk again, let alone have a leg, and he mm-hmm. ended up being a starting quarterback for you know I, I don't remember the time how many games he played. I think he played a couple, like close to ten. So again, yeah, I just I just think the NFL really needs to split two awards and make that award more like. I don't know what's it about. You you know. need to make it more about the journey someone took to get back into the league after hardship, right? Like you're you you made it a statistical award with Geno Smith and following with Joe Flacco, like you said. Like you've you've set the precedent in a in the wrong direction. Like that's that's a most improved award. Those guys were written off. Yes, yeah, so it's much. always been like if you yeah. come back, like Gronk won it because he tore his ACL or I think he had back surgery or whatever, and then came back and had a really like it's always been you had something. Tua won it with all before. his concussions, did he not? Or nope. one of them. Tua won somewhat choice for it. It was not the NFL. He PA. didn't win anything. No, but yeah, yeah. Again, Tua would have been. Uh, again, deserved to be a finalist. Like he came back from all the concussions, had a really good season. Like that's kind mm-hmm. of what come. I feel like comeback player of the year is for. I'm not saying again, not saying Flacco isn't deserving of being a finalist because like him coming back from being bad is something that should be that. I just don't think. I just. I mean, I'm sorry. Dude dying on the field. Just, I think deserves precedent. But that's just uh, one man's opinion. Uh, yeah. Are we, you want to roll the the MVP? Uh, I think it's about time. I think we've been putting it off long enough. That one's pretty self-explanatory. This one. Boy, oh boy, is it interesting. I don't think, I think Josh Allen actually ditched the ceremony and went to play trivia for Barstool. So um, I I think, I think that's what ended up happening. He knew what was going to happen, just like all of us here did, but it was uh, pretty in, in the face. He got one vote for first place MVP, five votes for second place, 11 votes for third place and got 80 points. The fewest out of the finalists on the board. It's, it's. More than half the ballot didn't even half the voters didn't have him on. I don't know if that's complete. I don't know. I'm looking. I think are you looking at the Sporting News article? 
Yes, sportingnews.com. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like it's off because I thought someone put it like he was off of 24. I don't know. I thought it was closer than he's only been, he was only on 17 ballots out of the 50, but it doesn't have to be said. Like, I just yeah. don't understand how you could have a top five. I guess that's my frustration. My frustration isn't the fact that Lamar won. I think both you and I had, you know. Yeah, we, we mentioned he was the MVP. We kind of, we, we said that a couple weeks ago, too, even solidified after the Bills season. We were and like, Lamar's the MVP. Lamar's. Listen, I'm not saying Lamar is deserving. Do I think mm-hmm. Lamar is 49 out of 50 deserving? No. Like, I like he was one vote away from being unanimous. The only two people that have done that is Tom Brady in 2010 and Lamar himself in 2019. And I think we could all agree that Lamar's first MVP was significantly, but like, he took the world by business. storm. Well, he's just, he just had, was, he had a better year. So, like, mm-hmm. my confusion with this, with this is that it just became a mass. Two things have really happened. One, media has just completely ruined the MVP because every week is t- it's talked about. What is the MVP ladder? All this. And at the end of the season, it just becomes a massive group thing. Like, yeah. no one thinks outside the box themselves. They just go with the, you know, everyone's saying Lamar, so it has to be Lamar. Right? Like, I I, I just think, I'm not saying Josh was, should have been one MVP. I'm not, I'm not saying that. From I know from a Bills perspective, I'm, I'm biased. Like, I really want, I was pulling for him. But, like, the fact that Dak doesn't get a vote, CMC, Tyreek, I'm, I'm not talking about Brock Purdy. I don't think Brock Purdy should have been ahead of Josh. <laughs> I, listen, we should have expected this because Josh finished fourth in all pro voting. Yeah. Uh, among, I'm sorry. Not fourth because Purdy was out fourth and he finished fourth mm-hmm. in some. I've never been the biggest uh, NFL 100 fan. I, mean, I watch it, but I, I'd be very intrigued to see who the players vote between those four. Qu- I, mean, I think Lamar's going to be one just because the players. Yeah, but, but we're, you're going to sit there and say but, Dakota Prescott is, is going to be higher than Josh Allen. So I guess this is my problem is that I think the media has just, I guess we're part of the media. So we're kind of crapping on ourselves, but yeah, but but, we're not voting. Like we're not making true. it like that. You know, what I, I just mean? think, I just think the media has ruined MVP discourse because it's overused. We talk about the MVP from, well, heck when the odds come out, whenever, like in July, we will talk about the MVP until it's, it's said right now. So, like, yeah, it is six months. We haven't even we have an NFL snap, and we're going to be talking about who, oh, who's going to win the MVP. Like, I, I know it's a fun topic and all. Like, yeah, you should have like an offseason about like what we do and do awards and all that and that right. jazz. But like, yeah, constantly talking about it. And then it's just like Lamar was never going to lose the MVP after that San Francisco game just because how everyone talked to him. And like, again, I'm not. Lamar is a deserving MVP. I do, however, think his statistic, he's going to be the worst statistical MVP for a considerable period of time because right. he was the first guy to not be in the top 10 of both passing yards or touchdowns, which is just insane. Um, yeah. Again, I, and again, I just, my, my problem isn't with the fact of him winning the award. It's like he should, it should not have been as runaway as it is, 49 to 50. And again, like Josh not being on like the majority of ballots is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, again, who are we? Who are we trusting with these votes that are throwing Dakota Prescott up there in second place, total points wise? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Dak not... had a good statistical season, I guess, but like, I don't know. Here's like... my thing. Here's my thing. I think four of the five finalists were correct. I would have put Tyreek over Brock Purdy. Yes, like, I just I agree with that. That's not yeah. shots at Brock Purdy. It's more of just like. If no, you're gonna you view take Christian Brock McCaff- Purdy out of the system in San Francisco, does it really change things versus you if you take Tyreek out of Miami sure. system? That changes sure. a lot, you know. Sure, and that's kind of how I, I think, look at it. 
I just think Christian McCaffrey is more valuable than Brock Purdy, and I don't yeah, think you can be 100%. the most valuable player in the league if uh, your teammate is more. I consider so. I'm not complaining about the finalists, and I don't really care that much that Josh didn't. You know, he, I don't care where he finishes if he doesn't win, right? It doesn't really matter too much to me. It, the yeah. only thing that matters to me is the fact that, like, how are we gonna sit here and say he wasn't at least top five, right? Like, right. there is a, there is a, like. Emmanuel Acho posted his ballot, and his ballot was dog. Like his ballot was one of the worst ballots I've ever seen in my life. Are like, you he surprised? Had, like, that guy no, but like he had two in the there. He had like Trent Williams. I'm like blanking on the other people, but it's like this guy is voting for MVP. And like this is the guy that like notably said on on Twitter that he posted a content about some random rumor that wasn't even close to, and said I just posted because it was going to be engaging. And I was going to get engagement. Yeah, and this is the guy that we're gonna have. This is the guy we're gonna have. You know, vote on awards that dictate people's legacies, dictate how they're going to get paid. Like, yes. that's where I just like I lose it, man. Like, there's so much riding on it for the players and for like people in the media that, you know, listen. Do we all have our biases? Yes, but you and I both would have probably picked Lamar. Like, I mean, we I, did. Yeah, you could go back and did. listen. We picked Lamar. Like, so, like we, we would have picked Josh second, but like yes. Josh is probably too because I think Josh Dak was close. I don't know, man. It's just I I, I just pers- stats for me can do it alone. I'm gonna be honest with you. Leader in touchdowns, leader in yardage. Like that doesn't just happen without being an MVP caliber quarterback. And what you and I talked about, right? You take Allen and Lamar out of the equation for each team. You put Derek Carr in both spots. The Ravens are outdoing the Bills. So who's more valuable to their team? Josh Allen. And like we've talked about that. That was all last week. We were talking about it before this. And Again. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. We knew what was gonna happen. I mean, we knew it was gonna happen. I just I, I'm not trying to re, re issue it. I'm just I just think like I just think so much. The thing that I get frustrated by for Josh is that like I think he gets crapped on for being the Bills' best red zone rusher. Yeah, like the amount of people that were like, oh my god, like I can't remember the stat off the top of my head, but like the running backs for Baltimore had like 16 touchdowns in the red zone or you know some, yeah. something like that, and the Bills had like five or six and. We compare them. It's like, dudes, like, I'm sorry, but like, Josh is just better in the red zone running than Lamar. And like, Josh in his, on his team is the best run zone running back. Yeah. And you can't sit there and say, say runner. Excuse me. I should say runner, not running. Runner. Back. I don't like... Yeah. No, you can sit there and say whatever you want, all that you would like. But the thing is, at the end of the day, when you look at Josh Allen's rushing touchdowns, right, where he, bro- he tied Jalen Hurts for the record. There's a difference between a tush push and rolling out and bumbling your way into the end zone. You saw that a lot from Allen, too. Like, they weren't just, like, gimme touchdown runs. He rolled out. He busted through the line. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that that's kind of where I've seen that argument float around on Twitter, and it's just a little exhausting, and I'm like, okay, whatever. But, again, it's like what Stephen A. was complaining about today about, like, I can't believe one voter didn't vote for Lamar. I was like, dude, he didn't have an MVP unanimous season. Like, did he have an MVP caliber season? Sure. But was he – should have been, like – and the one dude that actually voted for Josh, uh, Aaron Shaz, I want to say his name, actually like had an article that actually defended why he voted for Josh. Like, mm-hmm. I I I'll just read believe that. that I truly believe that if you're gonna vote on these awards, you should have your ballot posted, and you should have to po- have an article defending why you chose. Like, I just think that should be. I yeah. just think that you know, I just think that should be. That's the same thing. Well, I always believe of like Hall of Fame voting, like the Baseball Hall of Fame got really into this about posting people's ballots. I think your ballot should be posted and you have to defend your ballot. Like, 
I'm sorry. And if you can't defend your ballot, then why are you voting? Like, I'm sorry. And like, I don't know. Like, I think that has to be take. I just think that we have to hold the voters more accountable from that perspective of like, I think you should, you should be, I don't want to say forced, but like, I don't know, man. Like, like Dan Olosky, he voted for Lamar. He at yeah. least has like a two minute clip. I think today, maybe yesterday of defending why he voted for Lamar. Yeah. I think he had Josh two in his ballot. I'm pretty sure. I think he has a picture of it. Like, yes. but like yeah, but like he at least had the decency to like, Go on video and be like, I voted for Lamar. And the reason why is because I thought Lamar was more consistent. I think the stats, he said something about like Lamar gets underrated from the fact of like on a five yard pass, he may have made a play that could have lost six yards, but got made five yards. So really, he made an 11 yard play, but it's only going to go down the scoreboard as five yards. Again, you can make that argument. Like, right. I, I just don't like when people just, again, also like it's just a true thing. Like, if you're going to like say, oh, I should have been the Pro Bowl or I should have been all pro. Have the decency to say the person you should. like when players complain about that, even the players, like if you're gonna say something, like put a name down, man. Like don't be like, oh, don't hide behind like, oh, I should have been in the Pro Bowl. And it's like, dude, say the person you think you should be in the Pro Bowl against. Yeah. No, I agree. It's just it's it's just so subjective to personal opinion, I feel like. Um, it can get, I mean, it's supposed to be though, it's a vote at the end of the day, a vote's a vote and that's what you're going to get. But at the same time, I, I agree with you post it and explain why the, the choice you made like that, that should be what happens, you know? And like my last thing, and then we can move on to the Super Bowl. I know we don't want to run a super long one. I keep it's like 30, 35 minutes. My last thing about this too, is that there are stats to show, you know, how does turnovers affect the game or whatever? And I'm not saying Josh's turnovers didn't affect some games. Like, that Jets game, totally lost to Josh. Like, he'll own it. Broncos game, probably lost to Josh. But, but, but he left four times with the lead and lost four games. And, like, Lamar gets credit for the fact that the Ravens forced four turnovers on the Niners on Monday night. And, like, Lamar gets credit for the fact that they got a punt return touchdown. Uh, in overtime to beat the Rams, like this is what I don't. I just I don't like is that it's very like who is the best player on the best team, mm-hmm. and like it's not like I just I don't know. It's I I just think it's ludicrous. Is my opinion of so some again I would have voted for Lamar. I'm not trashing Lamar, but like I just think there like you could easily make cases for other guys, and I think you should be able to at least be able to defend them without. Doing like, oh, you, you know, he had more touchdowns because he was they used him more. I was like, why do you think they used him more? And was his turnovers really that detrimental? Like, I don't know. I'm gonna. And the media. You. My last thing is, sorry, to cut you off. I mean, the no. media also plays such a big role in this. When the fact of they dunked on him for those turnovers early in the they season, did. they did so much. They dunked on him so much blamed him for everything that was going wrong and it gets to everyone like people watch that stuff and then they just believe it it's yeah like, and then you okay. have the, yeah the mindless people on twitter just start going at, you know what i mean like people people do believe it. you're absolutely right and it's not like oh wow that one went through gabe davis's hands that one you know can we give some credit to the defense on a couple of them you know some of them were just deep shots where maybe you know third and long giving your guy a chance unfortunately his guys didn't come down with it and mm-hmm. can we also just be like, yeah, this is also a team that had their defense lose 
key contributors and like had to take like a month to figure out how they are going to become doable again. And yeah. That, that, that's again, that's my frustration is that like the media just plays such a big, I mean, obviously they vote for it, but they just play such a big role in providing narratives that aren't necessarily the fullest, like, or just a, someone's point, like a specific person's point of view. That's not maybe the full picture. Yeah. And one more point before we move on to the Super Bowl, I just have a question for you. Okay. Do you know how many turnovers Josh Allen has in six seasons, including the playoffs? I could save you the time if you want, if you don't know. Um, I'm going to say 80. He's at 78. You're hovering right around there. You're close. You're really close. Manning had 110. Marino had 103. Elway had 96. Favre had 93. Breeze had 82. The GOAT Tom Brady had 78. So through the first six seasons, including the playoffs, Allen and Tom Brady have the same number of interceptions. Oh, now, and my I'm last... not saying... No, sorry. What was that? No, I was going to say point two, because I think you made a good point about including the playoffs. I think bringing up Lamar's playoff thing is kind of weak when it comes to the MVP. I'm not yeah. saying... But like, I'm not saying we should justify throwing in a triple coverage like he did. But yeah, I, I just don't. You know, that's not a. It's a regular season award. It's not to do with the postseason. That's just what it is. No, I, do I think it's a little weak? Absolutely. I will say this though, Ravens fans come back to that Josh beat like Philip Rivers or whatever mm-hmm. is so stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is the lamest comeback ever. I'm sorry. You don't play the quarterback. Like again, this is the thing that the media has narrated i'm not saying we don't play a part of it when like josh plays mahomes but it's like they don't play each other dude they play the opposing defenses like yeah no they're not on the field at the same time it is the opposing defenses that you're going against and it's so frustrating because they're like oh Allen v mahomes yeah sure i guess if you think about it their teams are going up against each other that's the most similar you're gonna get that's the that's the Big, biggest head Josh, head. Had a per, per, Josh had a perfect game against the number one defense because the Patriots had the number one defense. Like, is it Josh's fault that he, so it's Josh's fault that he has like 27 touchdowns, four picks, and 100 pass rating, and he's just happened to win against these guys? And yeah, yeah, okay. Did he have a bad? He had one bad performance against Mahomes and one bad performance against Burrow. His other, and he was a first timer when he played Watson. The other two yeah. times he played Mahomes, he was right there with him. Like, mm-hmm. Get, yeah, uh, uh, we go and, to that Super Bowl, but yeah, yeah let's get out of here. We're gonna get, we're gonna get, we're gonna get. I just, I just hate that. that listen, if you don't want Lamar's playoff record to get talked to in debates, please stop bringing up the quarterbacks that Josh Allen's beaten in the playoffs because that narrative is just. It's a way you know who time. he's beaten in the playoffs? Lamar Jackson. So I don't want to hear it. Like, seriously. yeah, and then somehow people don't. I, I, I'll stop after this for sure. I, I promise. But the Ravens fans were also like, "Oh, he beat Tyler Huntley." I was like, "Bro." Tyler Huntley played for a quarter. The, the Ravens, I'm 95% sure I could look back in the game log in two seconds. I'm pretty sure that they were losing by 14. And when Lamar got concussed, they were punting on the last play of the third quarter. So they like, were in their, they were in their own end zone, if I remember correctly, when yes. that happened. So so, get out of here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Get out of here with that. Like, that yeah. is so weak. Yeah. That's, that's your there's... comeback. That's your comeback. Listen, Lamar winning MVP is their Super Bowl. We can't hold it against them, all right? They're not going to get any further than that. So, anyway. Anyway, moving on to the Super Bowl, funnily enough. The San Francisco 49ers are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City repeat from uh, from last last season we did. Um, it was the Kelsey brothers dueling it out in the Super Bowl, and now we don't know if Taylor Swift's even going to be there, so we'll have to wait and see on that one. Dom, what's the line for this game? Do you know? Niners minus two. Okay. Are you surprised by that? 
Uh, no. I, I'm I not would, either. I mean, the Chiefs were, what, underdogs against the Bills, underdogs against the Ravens. I think it, I guess it figures that they would be also underdogs on a neutral field um, against the defending champs. I don't, I don't I mean, I'm sorry, against the Niners, excuse me. But the well, Niners have been a good team all year, so. Yeah, they have. I mean, looking at this game, I'm not I rooting. Say, for- I just want to say I apologize. I was wrong. Lamar got injured after a second and play, so it was third and thirty-three. Tyler Huntley came to the game third and thirty-three at the Baltimore two, down seventeen to three. First play of the fourth quarter. My bad. Yeah. And sorry, I'm sorry. I no. I want to get into it. But no, I, I was right. They were backed up into their own end zone, so that no, that yeah. that works. That works. Okay, perfect. Thank you for clarifying. You're Baltimore welcome. Ravens fans, let us know what you think. If you have any rebuttal to that, I don't know, because your quarterback also threw a pick six, which put you in that 99-yard pick six, which put you in that situation. But 101. Anyway. Come on now. Get, yeah, you have those extra two yards. 101. But, no, I'm, ex- anyway. I'm, excited, I'm excited for the game. Um, again, I think this is a good Super Bowl matchup. Like, I think is it a little, like, I don't want to say basic, but, like, kind of expected. So maybe it's not. I, 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 it's weird. Like, it hasn't quite gotten the feel of, like, the Super Bowl because, like, it's kind of the two teams who I, I'm not like this. And the Chiefs are put out even by us at some points, so, though. But like, once the playoffs hit, like you take in anyone other than Mahomes, and then the Niners against NFC was kind of like, especially when Dallas flamed out. Like, yeah, there were, and everyone kind of thought that that was a one team. You know, the Niners were head and shoulders above everyone in the NFC, so it wasn't. I don't know. It's not really a surprise. So I, I don't know how I feel about it compared to last year's Super Bowl. Like, I think last year's Super Bowl had a little bit more. Especially because Mahomes is the MVP and yeah, yeah, um, it, it it had a little more pizzazz to it. Like there was there was higher stakes. It felt like this season it's the juggernaut of the NFC and the resurgence of the juggernaut of the AFC, pretty much because they the were, dynasty. Yeah, they were looking like dog water for the you know most of the middle season. So, uh, I mean, at this point, I guess. Who's your rooting interest with, if I may ask? I, I don't know. I who are you rooting for? If you are rooting for anyone, yeah. Uh, thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, don't know. Like I, I, you know, I'm biased. My family lives. I have family in San Francisco, so I am rooting for the Niners. Okay, and uh, that's that's it. Like I don't want to see the Chiefs win another Super Bowl. I really don't because the narrative of the offseason will be woven in the walls as soon as they win another one where sure you oh, can never count them out like yeah yeah it's gonna never like never a doubt never a doubt will just be <laughs> hammered right into our heads the entire offseason i'd love to see him drop it that's kind of where i'm at um honestly i i'm as neutral as it is i mean it's kind of a little bit actually no i i wanted the rams to win so that's wrong um <laughs> that's a great question i i'm like really stumped i don't I'm gonna say I would have to have a rooting interest. If you're just gonna watch it as a football fan, watch it as a football fan. You don't. I don't really like the Niners that much. I'm gonna be completely honest. Like I think they're a little bit some cocky son of guns. Like I like George (laughs) Kittle, but like, yeah, I don't know. I think a couple of those guys talk a little bit for never have won anything. I know they've gone to the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I've also like I don't. I'm not the biggest Shanahan fan. Like I just think he comes off as kind of. I'm smarter than again. I never liked how he's handled the whole. 20 to three meltdown when he was the offensive coordinator for Atlanta, like him kind of like not taking responsibility. The fact that like he just kind of like didn't play. I, I don't know. I just thought he, what he did was stupid in that Super Bowl, and he, he's just never owned up to that. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I'm going to go Chiefs. And I also think it's weird. I kind of started to like Tom Brady ever since he's retired. Ever since he's I got a like Tampa. Since he stopped terrorizing the city of Western New York in yeah, Buffalo. Like, um, not not in the dynasty, not at the dynasty anymore for 20 years of just pummeling the bills. Um, yeah, he kind of is a likable dude, I guess. But he's the goat, you know, so. So I would I don't mind Mahomes. I think his family is really annoying. Um, but yeah, I think I just like I like Mahomes. I don't mind Travis Kelsey. I like Christian. I actually like like Kansas City. And also, I don't know. I'm always been in the mindset like the Chiefs winning just makes me feel better about them beating the Bills because at least they won the yeah. Super Bowl. So like, we, yeah. like uh, we can hold on to that. Like, oh, the team hope. that got us is the team that went all the way. Yeah, like, the team we that got us. You know, we went them. toe-to-toe with them. Yeah, like, yeah. We had them whatever. the two-minute warning driving down three. Like, we could have beat yeah. them. Like, that could be us. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've run know. that I, scenario through my head about 80 times over the past I shouldn't buy years. into that crap, but I do. So I, I think I think I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, but again, I'm as neutral as they could come. As they could, as they come. Um, I also I I don't know how I would feel about Purdy getting one. Like I don't mind Brock. I don't really mind Brock Purdy. I just think the I, Discord I'm going to be honest. Like, I kind of like the story. I'm going to be honest with you. I like the story too. But like Mr. For Relevant a reason, for a reason. It's like oh he's the MVP or whatever. And then people crap on him. And then people go oh come on he's only like in year two. I'm like I'm not saying it's his fault that we're crapping on him. It's the me- again the media has like propped out to be like Jesus and he's just not. You know what I mean he's yeah. Like I mean I'm a little tired like, of the slander. It's so great, but like. Yeah, I'm a little tired of the Brock Purdy slander at the end of the day. There's a lot, and then there's a lot of, like, just glazing Brock Purdy, right? So he's there's, like, like the there's no quarterback. Can huh? be honest? Like, he's probably 10. No, he said it himself. When he asked about a fantasy team, he said, I want all my skill position guys, then I'll put Josh Allen as quarterback. He said yeah, it himself. I think he, meant, I think he meant legitimately fantasy football. I don't think he meant, like... He, the writing's on the walls with that comment. I, I'm not saying you're not wrong, <laughs> but I don't, I, don't think he meant, like, I don't think he meant, like, building a team, but... I, Again, again, I don't mind Purdy. I, I, he seems like a likable dude, and it's a fantastic story. But like, I don't know. There's you think so we'll get a people. feature film like Kurt Warner's? I'm uh, sorry, we'll get Mr. Irrelevant when he went if he wins the Super Bowl. Oh, for sure, that it's gonna, be, yeah. it's gonna bomb in the box office too. Um, NFL films, yeah. He's he's only a too, system film. Only a system the pro- film. The problem too, maybe this is then it's gonna be a good thing. I don't know. Is that like every time I think of Purdy, I think of Tua, of uh, being like kind of like he's a good quarterback, you know, borderline elite. Maybe doesn't have. I mean, Purdy has a little bit more, but like maybe doesn't have like quite the physical self scout of the elite guys. But he's in such a great situation. But he makes the most out of that situation. So can you really tarnish him for being in the situation? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And then I guess maybe that's a good thing because if Purdy wins, then people are gonna think you could win one of two, and then they're gonna pay two of fifty million dollars. So yeah, two might get the bag. Who knows? But uh, who do you think's gonna win the MVP of the Super Bowl? Mahomes, I, think I believe, has won it. I forgot you were with the I was like, what? I was like, mm-hmm. see, CMC. I think if the small quick breakdown, I, I'd really like this Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but we saw that they got ran on like by the Bills by a lot. Yeah. For reason, and- the Ravens decided, you know what? That worked. You know what we're going to do? The complete opposite of that. Yes. <laughs> you know, that we're going to throw in a triple yeah. coverage. We're going to, we're going to do yeah. everything the opposite. But I'm going to be honest, man. I don't think this Niners defense is really good. Like, I don't think this Niners defense is good. Like they've been not as good bad. as they've been. Not and not as good as they've been. There's been some staff flowing around that Purdy like has a 23% negative grade rate like on play. So like he's kind of like locked out a little bit. And I don't know. I feel like the Chiefs just kind of have like that clutch gene, that aura about them 
that like they'll come through. Like you'll know, you just have the feeling that they're always going to come through. And let's be honest, the Niners completely showed Super Bowl away from the first time around. I think that has, yeah. I think that psychologically does play a little bit of a factor. Um, so I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think MVP. <sighs> Should we do? I mean, it's hard not to give to Mahomes. It's going to be broadcast on Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's hard not to give to Mahomes because even well, I think Bolton had a rushing touchdown last year. And Mahomes didn't even. I'm sorry, rushing touchdown. Excuse me. Apologies. Defensive touchdown, and he didn't win. And Mahomes kind of had like a good day, but not a great. Like he was elite. Well, he elite, still was his, dealing with his high. Like Lamar. Rate. He he yeah. had an elite game, but like his stats, like I think he threw for like two fourteen or so. Like it wasn't like he threw for. But no, yeah. I think I think Mahomes has a big day. Um, I just yeah, I'm I'm all about the Chiefs. I, I have them winning. The over under is forty eight. I I think this is a twenty four twenty type game. I think this is going to be under. Um. I think the Chiefs just kind of move the ball. I think I think they play ball control a little bit, and I think this Chiefs defense is. I just think it's really good. I I, I think it's the best unit. I, I think you can make a case between the Niners, the, out of the four units. I just think the Niners defense is like the significantly the worst out of the four, and then it's probably the Chiefs offense, and then both the defense of the Chiefs versus the offense of the Niners. I think cancel themselves out. I, yeah. just, I just trust Lamar. I, I'm sorry. God, I don't. I don't trust Lamar in the playoffs. Excuse me. <laughs> you should not um, trust Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. I just trust Reed Mahomes to figure it out offensively. And Spags, I think, is a fantastic defensive play caller. And I think he'll have pretty, you know, pretty, pretty. We'll throw you a couple, and I think the Chiefs are clutch, and they'll come up with it, and they won. Yeah. As What's much as I, as much as I agree with you, I do. I just, again, I have the rooting interest just from family ties and things along those lines, and I kind of don't want Mahomes to win another one, so I'm going to root in the other direction. And um, there's a very easy way for the Niners to win, which is just ground pound. Yes, and they have the best running back to do that with, in my opinion. So I think there's there's a clear clear route to victory in a way. But, uh, but it's going to be but, what? But, what? but the defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett, said that a big reason for their success against the Niners was they had – very good interior defensive tackle pressure, so Purdy cannot step into his throws. Who does the Chiefs have? Chris, Chris Jones. Jones. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oof. It's going to be a good game. I think. I think so it'll be score? very, Sorry. very close, very low scoring. Um, maybe not low scoring, but very close. I would well, say. Can I guess Probably. your score? Can I guess yeah. your score? Twenty-one fourteen. No, no. That was that's my favorite score to pick. My favorite score line. Um, I would probably say twenty-four. 21. I think it's within a field goal. I think it's close yeah. down to the wall. So I got 24 20 Chiefs. So you got 24 21. Irish. Oh, I all forgot I'm you saying, even did that. I guess it's like right on the money then. Yeah. I guess all close. I'm saying, yeah. not trying to talk trash to you, but I did pick the winner right last year and you didn't. Uh, you, you did. The Eagles. Did I, I, I picked the Eagles? Yeah, yeah, I did I pick the Eagles. I yeah. was saying being a neutral observer is fantastic because then I could just kind of root for my square numbers. Yes. Yeah, that does help. That does help. Super Bowl squares. I have a, I have a few with you, and then a few elsewhere. I got to pay attention to. So, and I have to wait and see on that one. But, oh, I think that I think that wraps it up. Any any last words for the NFL season before we we say sayonara here until Tuesday or Wednesday? I'm just hoping for a good game. Don't be yes. And let's not let the referees decide the the winner this time around. Let them yeah. play. Let them play. All right. Without further ado, that's going to do it for this edition of the Buffalonian podcast Super Bowl pregame show. It's the second one we've done. This is wild. Um, (laughs) I'm Joe Kelly. As always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. And Dom, how do we always end these, buddy? 
let's get the Bills in this one next year, next year, next year, third year. Uh, but go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Betting on the Bills is going to go all the way through the next season. I'm telling you right now, yep. you heard it here first.